0: Hey legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date. Ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. This is Andy Raymond, Unfiltered the Blast, and dropping in is a fella who's played 177 NRL games so far and has moved on to his next challenge a new club very exciting tyson frazella's dropped in how is newcastle treating you mate
1: yeah it's been it's been unreal so far um, in the thick of pre-season and it's it's almost over which is which is a good thing um, the family settled in which is a positive it allows me to just focus on footy knowing that they they're all settled but um, yeah so far so good
0: before we talk league let's hit on uh, rugby Union, uh, schoolboy footy. You played both league and union actually as a kid, but you toured with the Australian rugby schoolboys in 09 as a centre.
1: Yeah. Um, it's sort of funny how things kind of went up. Obviously, was playing a bit of both league and union as a kid and was always the biggest sort of kid. So I found myself at prop uh, when I first started playing rugby wow. and then um, – the older I got, I sort of started to lean up and go into my body and um, made, me wear, made my way out in the centres. I didn't I didn't enjoy the forwards too much in rugby. It's um, a lot of, uh, yeah, banging heads and, yep. and tackling all those ruck and moors, which is which is not ideal for me. And, um, yeah, um, end up making schoolboys and touring um, England, Ireland, and, and Wales, I think it was, in 'o nine.
0: That is an awesome achievement at a young
1: age. So why not union? Why the, the change to league? Um, yeah, I guess the path I went down rugby was was mainly because um, I guess through through 16 and 17-year-old, um, I, I kind of knew that I wanted to make footy, footy a career yep. um, at that kind of age, and, and it wasn't really happening with league. So I went down the union path and, you know, became obviously making the schoolboys. But at that point in time, uh, I think I was um, looking to go towards an academy in rugby, which sort of um, allowed you to train pretty much um, before before work hours and after work hours yeah. so you could have a job. And at that time, I think the NYC under 20s Taylor cup just started a couple of years into it. And I guess it was a, as a kid at that age, you, you look at it and you're like, oh, you want to, you want to have a crack at that. And yeah. I, I got offered to, um, to play in the, the 20 system there at Cronulla. And it sort of, sort of looked like a pathway that I could, you yep. know, potentially go down where in the rugby system at the time, it sort of, there was sort of no goal there at the end. Mm-hmm. It was sort of just chip away at the academy and um, see what happens. So, I thought I'd give league league a crack. I started playing league when I was five years old and I thought, you know what, I'll give under-20s a crack for yeah. one year and if things don't go well, well then, you know, I'll just go back to rugby and plug along there. But yeah, after my first year, um, extended for another two and within the two years of playing um, over at Cronulla, end ended up making my debut. So yeah. yeah, everything sort of just flowed from then.
0: You debuted with the Sharkies twenty eleven. You'd played twelve yep. games in two seasons there. Then you'd join the Shah uh the, the Dragons, the mortal yep. enemy. Was that an easy yes. or a tough decision, mate?
1: <laughs> uh yeah, it, it was it was pretty tough. Um i you know, sat on both sides of the fence and yeah. how how big the rivalry the rivalry actually is and you know, having old boys from both sides just talking about the history and um you know big brother versus little brother, but in certain years, it's sort of changed the other way. Yeah, where, it has. You know, Cronulla probably being the more dominant one, but um, yeah, at that time, um, it, it was tough to to even tell Shane that I was going, <laughs> and you know, I was just starting my career. And the Sharks were stacked with back rowers at the time, though, weren't yeah, they? Yeah. Well, that, that was a that was pretty much the main issue. Um, for me, was um, I would have had to sit in line, yeah, for quite a few years. Um, to be able to to be able to get a crack and mm. there was sort of a spot there at the dragons that wasn't too far. Um, it was home for me. Yep. Um, moving back down to Wollongong. So yeah, the, the sharks were, were were awesome for giving me an opportunity and Shane was, um, you know, biting me, uh, through, through the sharks. But yeah, like I said, they, they were just stacked with back rows and an opportunity, um, arose at the dragons and, I knew I'd take that and then, you know, hopefully make make the most out of it and, you know, ever since then I've been, you know, pretty much a a back row at the Dragons.
0: You certainly have. Um, Okay, well, fast forward eight years, Dragons to Knights. Was making that decision any easier or any harder than your first move of club?
1: Um, Yeah, it was probably my – yeah, definitely a lot harder. Yeah. Um, I guess your your heart's with with a club and you're so – at that age, you know, you just want to play first grade and you're not, you know, you you don't realize, um, the significance of of the club that you play for and and all that. You just, you're a kid coming through and just want to play first grade. And then I was able to do that, um, at the, at the, at the dragons consistently and, um, play eight years there. Was able to, you know, make some rep footy there and also captain the side a couple of times. So you do have that, um, that attachment to the club because yeah. they've, they've done so much for you and you've been there for so long. You grew up, um, you know, supporting the club and yeah, you got to a point in time where it's sort of, um, do you keep going along the same line or do you jump off course and, you know, try and make something work. Yep. And I guess that was, I was at a point in time there where, you know, I could have kept going down the same, the same road, but opted to change course and, and give it a crack and, you know, it might, it might lead me to, you know, a dead end street, but you know, I'm going to, I'm going to give it a crack and, um, you know, have a, yeah, like I said, give it a red old crack and see, and see where it leads me because, um, it's a massive change for me at this point in my career. And, um, I still feel like I've, I've got a lot more to learn and a yep. lot more to grow in, in terms of my footy. So uh, I'm hoping this change up, um, would do that for my career.
0: Mate, I've got no doubt it will. Um. Put you on the spot here. Is there one game for the Dragons that stands out, mate, above all the rest for whatever reason?
1: To be honest, any any time I got the opportunity to play in Anzac Day, yeah, uh, that was probably yeah my most favourite game um, yep. in the footy calendar. To be honest, um, playing at Allianz Stadium back then, now it's knocked down, but a packed stadium there was uh, was unreal, and you only get to experience that if you're, you're Roosters or or a dragons yeah. player. And uh, you can, I bet you can ask any, anyone that's been involved in a game like that with a, with a packed house on such a great occasion. Yep. Um, you know, you live for it as a, as a footy player and, and, um, thing that you, thing that you watch on TV and want to be a part of, um, you know, you got, you got your state of origins and, and all that are different, but in terms of playing club footy, it's, uh, to be able to play on that day is, is something that, you know, I'll probably miss
0: one game that may stand out but for very different reasons round one 2019 you copped a hard one in the berries
1: uh what happened yeah <laughs> it wasn't a, a great start to that year was it uh-huh. always hated going up to Townsville and playing in <laughs> um, playing up in Townsville at, at that time of year it's it's so hot and yeah. you know you're sweaty and but yeah just chased a, I think it was a to a kick um, that had been put through and Jordan Carr who just as he caught it, he dropped down and I'd gone over the top of him and just collected his knee, oh. um, fair square. And, um, yeah, it dropped me, it dropped me pretty quickly. And at the time I thought, Oh, you know, I've been, I've been hit and, yeah. you know, you get the the aches in your belly and, um, it just didn't go away. So the trainer sort of said to me, yeah, you know, just check if it's still there. And like, yeah, it's still there. Um, Kept playing for a bit, and I thought I was carrying on a bit because it kept going, and the pain didn't go away. And I think they'd scored a try, and then as soon as it got to behind the try line, it just it just rattled me, and it couldn't move. Um, and then yeah, pretty much went in the sheds and got it checked out, and went to the hospital just for a just for a check. And, and by that time, it it had swollen up to a probably probably the size of an orange. Oh, and then, good um, lord! Went to, yeah. Went straight into went into straight into surgery that night, and um, got it all sorted out. But yeah, it's a kid later. Um, it's all sorted. It's all fixed now. And um, yeah, like I said, was able to have another kid from it. So there's no dramas there. Yeah,
0: no dramas. Everything's functioning and working well, mate. Really interesting one. I love this. Five tests for Wales, fourteen for Australia. Obviously, both are really, really special. How cool. Mm-hmm. For your family, was it representing Wales? For their family history, their their lineage, I'd imagine for for the Frazelle family, that was an unbelievably emotional experience.
1: It's hard for me to think back now, like um, they're doing for Wales and I was just, yeah, such a kid back then and yeah. being able to go over there on my own and um, play for them um, was pretty awesome. I think more so for... My grandparents as well, yep. um, being proud um, Welsh people and yep. uh, living over there for so long and, and growing up m- with my dad and, and their, their family and now living over here, um, yeah, it was great for them. But for me to be able to go over there and actually – I know I travelled there as a schoolboy, but um, being a part of that that Welsh team and, and I guess the culture that those players had and the passion that they had for yeah. – um, you know the, the, the Welsh side I know a lot of them um, you know probably could have played for, for England at the time but opted to play for for Wales and how how much it meant to them to to be able to put on that jersey and oh, mate! I'm forever grateful to be able to um, put on a Welsh jersey back then as a kid and being able to spend some time with them it was was awesome for me.
0: From a quiet rookie, and you're still a, a quiet guy, you're not a bloke of, of a lot of words, but you're now a senior player. Has your role within the club changed over the years? Like, are you the type of fella that enjoys the, I guess, the extra responsibility when it comes to mentoring and helping the young blokes establish themselves as first graders?
1: I guess you can, you're right by saying I've always sort of been a, a quieter, of guy, but I guess the older I've got, the more comfortable I've been in. Um, mentoring and, and saying things to to other guys I guess yep. you can't really do that when you're not doing your job so yeah. that's first and foremost i make sure that you know I'm playing good footy and yep. doing everything right for me to be able to say something because um you know if shoes on the other foot and I had someone saying that that wasn't doing that you know probably wouldn't say anything yeah. or you know probably wouldn't listen to anything that they said so um yeah I guess over the years, the more consistent I've been able to be, the more of a role I've sort of played in yep. um being a, a type of leader within within a club or within a side.
0: you got to be honest with me here, buddy. Did you circle round four on the calendar as soon as the draw came out against your old mates at the dragons?
1: Yeah, I think the first thing I looked at was where is it being played? Was it being played at Cobra <laughs> yeah. or was it being played at um at Mcdonald Jones Stadium so uh I'm lucky that it's up in um in Newcastle first, yeah. which is which is good to see. And oh, mate, I guess you can ask anyone that's that's moved clubs or um, yeah moved from team to team. You always want to be playing. Um, I guess your mates that you've been you know friends with for so long, yeah. and you want to be getting a win up on them, and you want to be playing well first and foremost. So yeah, I'm looking I'm looking forward to that. Um, no different to you know making my debut for for the club. Too as well as probably another another game that I'm looking forward to, but definitely uh, round four is a, a game that um, I guess a lot of a lot of fans will be will looking looking forward towards.
0: Always a pleasure, Tyson Frizzell. Thanks for the chat. Best of luck in 2021 and beyond, mate.
1: Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Thanks for the chat.
0: We hope you're enjoying Andy Raymond, Unfiltered, the variety, the opinions and the superstars. Before you go, we'd love a five-star rating and a review on whatever app you're listening on. Best weekly review wins an unfiltered trucker's hat. Make sure you come back soon, legends.